Welcome to Dietitian Boss. I'm Libby Rothschild, former clinical dietitian who transformed into a full-time virtual business owner. It was only one year ago when I made $55,000 a year in my clinical job, and now I make $100,000 a month being my own boss. And you can do this too. My clients, who are all female dietitians and students, started from zero and created six-figure, multi-six-figure businesses by following my proven method, and they've all been guests on air. My proven method shows you how to attract cash-paying clients using social media marketing strategies that work. You don't have to guess, waste time, or hold yourself back when you follow my step-by-step method. Thank you so much for joining today's episode. I am back today with Dawn. I am so excited to have her on air. Dawn is DJ Blattner, and she is a returning guest from episode Finding Joy and Breaking into Your Dream Career. Today's episode will be discussing Fency and the power of attending and participating in Fency as a dietitian. Just a little background on Dawn. She is the author of The Flexitarian Diet and The Superfood Swap. She is a Chicago Cubs nutritionist. She is the um, Shape Magazine Advisory Board, and she is the People Magazine Celebrity Diet Consultant, winner of ABC reality show My Diet is Better Than Yours, and she's a TV host and SEE Chicago on WGN. Thank you so much for joining today, Dawn. Libby, I wouldn't miss this for the world. I love your podcast. I am a hashtag fangirl all the way. You're so sweet. I'm, I'm a fangirl. I'm so excited to have you on and I just love your work and your energy. I love following you on Instagram. So I'm so excited to have some time with you and to share your expertise with dietitians who want to be inspired by the work that you do and the energy that you put out into the universe. Uh, well, so hey, for- yeah, I mean, I... I thought this was an interesting topic when you said, hey, you wanted to talk about FENSI, the Food and Nutrition Conference and Expo. I was like, I don't feel like any of us are talking about like sort of our not agenda, but agenda of like why we go and what we do there. Yeah. And I'm glad that you feel that way. I guess it is a little bit of a, maybe a um, not as popular of a topic. And the reason I wanted to bring you on to talk about it is I think that FENSI is a great opportunity for dietitians to uh, really understand how to turn this conference into a business opportunity and treat it as an opportunity, whether you do media like Dawn or you work with brands or like me, I'm a business coach. There are so many areas and ways that you can build your visibility and possibly create partnerships through attending FENSI. So I wanted Dawn to talk all about that since she's attended before and I connect, I first met Dawn at Fancy, which is really cool last year. I saw her speak and I was blown away. She still is uh, my favorite speaker and definitely my favorite from Fancy. And uh, I think it's, you know, it was great that she was able to make an impression with me and I want uh, her to talk a little bit about the behind the scenes with how, she, how Dawn views Fancy. Oh my gosh. Well, I am inspired by you saying it's like a business opportunity because I mean, true to form, you and I, right? It's like, I have always looked at Fency. Well, actually, let's, uh, let's take it back a notch. I have gone to, I counted before this because I am a prepared podcast guest. I have counted and I have been to 16 Fencies. Wow. What? And so I was like, Dawn, how did this all begin? Like, I haven't always been such a huge Fency fan. Um, it all started when I became a spokesperson for the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. Mm-hmm. And it was like, mandatory. Like I was sort of forced to go to Pensy for the first time. And, um, I didn't really know what to expect, 
But here's the deal is going with a group in mind, right? Like, so going because I had all of these fellow friends that were spokespeople and I got to meet them all and they're all over from the US and I, we would have never gotten that face-to-face -face time. I started bridging crazy networks, right? And so I am not a fan of the word networking. I absolutely think that's cold and seems insincere and creepy. Um, but what I call it is friend making, right? That we happen to have uh, career alignments and we happen to be friends and that's great. And so I started getting these career alignment friends and it was crazy because all of a sudden having these friends, like if an opportunity in Texas came about and my friend didn't want it, she thought of me and she would like pass it to me. Or if an opportunity came to me, I would say, oh my gosh, no, but I have this friend who I'm a career aligned with that I'd love to pass that on to. And so all of a sudden I saw, saw this power in not just dietitians within, you know, I live in Chicago, my Chicagoland area friends, right? Now, Fancy grew my friendship base of these career line people uh, to the entire United States, you know? And so this was like first year I saw, whoa, this is like incredible. And so then uh, for the next nine years, I was a spokesperson for nine years. For the next nine years, I went as a spokesperson and kept connecting with this group. And then all of a sudden I, I stopped being a spokesperson. I was like, okay, it's changing what Fancy means to me. Because what am I going to do now, now that I'm not just going for the spokesperson role? And so I started saying, oh my gosh, there's a whole conference there. There's a whole conference of business people that I could go into and uh, the expo of all businesses that I could go into. And so I started doing more of a, like a pre-plan. And I said, okay, so there's this whole expo of brands that I could meet. And there's all of these um, conferences that people are doing. Now, this is controversial, Libby. Can I say this? Oh yeah. My oh my God. Controversy. I do not go to learn. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Right. I don't go to learn. But when I look at those, um, you know, sort of like what people are speaking on, if there's somebody I want to meet or there's some sort of like brand alignment that I'm like, oh my gosh, like I really want to get in with people who talk about this and I want to meet people in the audience who are listening to this and I want to stay after and go to the speaker. Or I want to email the speaker later and say, hey, I saw you talk at Fancy. I think you're amazing. Whatever it is, the only reason why I would go to one of those speaking things is because I want to know people in the audience. I want to know that speaker panel. Um, the expo, because I do a lot of brand spokesperson work, is for me to get more familiar with a brand. And sometimes I will even call ahead or email ahead or DM ahead and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to Fancy. I notice you're going to be there. Um, I'd love to learn more about your product face-to-face. -face. Uh, can, can we meet up? So that I'm not just like one of the millions of people, well, or however many dietitians are there, uh, that are walking up to the table and just like snagging free gear, you know, or getting a free taste test. Like I really want to meet them. And so I, I have a very, um, this word is so overused, Libby, but it is a very authentic uh, reason why I would go up to, you know, maybe one or two brands. Like I'm not going for quantity. I'm going for face-to-face -face quality time with whether it be that speaker, you know, in the conference area or whether it be a brand in the expo area. Um, so anyway, that's a lot of talking because I, I will tell you, I think that's, I'm working through it myself right now. Actually, you can see my wheels spinning. It's like, that's really what it is. It's like conference and expo 
and it's authentically going to not quantity and like, here's my business card. Here's my business card. Take it, take it, take it. It's like, no, I want, I want to meet a couple of awesome people at Fancy and be open to the possibilities of just knowing that whatever friends I make, something cool could happen. Like, so our example is so freaking awesome. Um, it, you just coming up to me and saying, oh my gosh, that was a great talk. And I was like, who is this girl? And so I looked you up and I was like, holy sure, this girl is amazing. I was like, I want to hire her and I want to work with her. Like, who is she? And you just literally came up to me and said, hey, good talk. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it, it's, it's amazing. And I, I love that example. And I think that it's so powerful uh, to be able to be prepared like you said, looking up and and not being just one of the many dietitians who goes up and exchanges a business card, but really, really preparing for the opportunity and looking into the possible product or service or person or brand. And in the example you just referenced, that was me being so inspired and not even knowing any, I didn't even know who you were. And when I saw you speak and I made that connection, that's another great example. So those are two examples. Dawn is saying she prepared ahead looked into it and is making connections intentionally. And you can also have an opportunity to, you know, just make sure you're letting people know how they've affected and impacted you and how that can build a relationship as well. So there's many different ways of going about it, depending on if it's, you know, a business and, and what kind of relationship you want to get out of it. But I think that's really powerful um, and, and to build those relationships and make sure you're not just one of those people handing out a business card that you're truly being very real about it. And when I saw Dawn speak and I told her that, I, I, was, I really was moved um, by the speaking event and it really did impact me. And I really am so glad that I attended that speaking uh, event. It was about corporate wellness and Dawn was able to tell her story about uh, how you got to where you are today. Um, so yeah, those are just kind of a couple different examples of how you can connect, whether it's intentional or it's um, just something that happens that inspired you and it can turn into something so powerful and special. Yeah. And I would say uh, to sort of piggyback off of that is go with both, right? You, the answer usually isn't either or, it's usually both. And so going with a little bit of a plan. Like, it's not like I said, you're going to, oh, I have to see all of these people. I've got to do all these things. It's like, no, you know, two, two things maybe that you are really moved about or a brand that you're really moved about or whatever. And then staying open to all the possibilities, right? So it's a little planning, but staying open to possibilities. The Fancy app is awesome. Yeah. Get the Fancy app. Like, I don't know how anyone ever lived without it. I think that's a cool first step, right? The other thing that I was thinking about is my first times there, I don't know if it would have been as amazing as having that group of uh, spokespeople. So I was thinking about like, you know, when other, uh, you know, interns or people ask me, you know, and they're not spokespeople, well, how can you create that? Well, here's, here's why I think it's cool is because you can feel lost, right? In any yeah. big thing. At college, you could feel lost. In a big city, you can feel lost. At one of these big conventions, it's easy to feel lost, Right. And so like having this like little group sort of feels good, right? And that's why people do sororities. And that's why people have these like little groups that they hang out in cities or neighborhoods or whatever. So like, how can you create that infancy for yourself? I think actually makes it fun. And that's where I think dietetic practice groups or DPGs come in handy, right? So that it, 
already is breaking us up in our passions, right? So we're all RDNs, right? But now we've got our you passion, like you did, you went into the corporate wellness type of talk or, you know, whatever it was that you went to, right? Um, or is it that a DPG that's, you know, more, uh, you know, entrepreneur or whatever it is? Um, cause I, that's the only one I can ever think of. It's like scan an entrepreneur. Cause those are the ones that I do, but it's like functional medicine. You can meet dietitians in that area. Right. Anyway, knowing what that DPG is doing at Fancy, oftentimes they have like little networking events that feels good to me. That feels like I won't get lost in a sea of people, but that right away I'm going to get into the DPG of people that I want to be talking to. Um, so I, I think that's good advice um, of like where to start in preparation is look up those DPGs that you're either already a member of or want to be a member of and get going. I was just going to say and get up there, but, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like get in there, people get in there. Um, and, and I just, I really think that little community you can build is great. You know, in addition to like some little preparation. Um, and, and like I said, when I go, I really go with the intention of, you know, making friends, meeting people. And I don't, I mean, this is, you know, some of that spiritual stuff again, Libby, you know, I, I can't stop. Uh, but this is being sort of dissected away from outcome, right? That I am not pressuring outcome because I know that the universe has bigger ideas than I can even create in my own mind. So I go with a plan, but I'm also detached from the outcome, knowing that like, if I'm going with a good intention of meeting people and making friends, magical things will happen. I love that. A little different than my perspective. <laughs> right. It's like, I, I thought you would be proud of me that I prepare a little bit. I was like, she's going to love that I do a little preparation. Yeah, I, I do love that. And it's funny, <laughs> right, right before we started recording, I was, telling, I was telling Dawn that I am looking at Fency as an opportunity to make sure that I'm making connections with people that want to know, want to get to know me and my brand. And I you know, would be able to set KPIs, key performance indicators, which is a direct outcome from what I'm looking to achieve from Fancy because I'm all, I like measuring things, um, but I completely respect what Dawn's saying about uh, letting go of that as well. So I think both of those perspectives are interesting and they can both work the same way that it can work to be prepared when you go to Fancy and also allow opportunities to just happen the way that Dawn and I connected as well. So they can both work, but they're two different perspectives. So that's interesting. Um, hey, to, I think to that's why I'm obsessed with you. I know this show is about Fancy, but I just, to be clear, the obsession that I have with you is that you think so differently than I do, right? And I get excited by that. I'm like, there's so much that I can learn by that. And so I think that it's probably mutual, right? That it's like we have this, the core beliefs that we both hold. And then we're like, oh my gosh, I'm an adult lifelong learner. Like I can learn something from Libby that even though I believe the world works a certain way, there are, you know, key performance indicators. Come on, that seems fun too, you know? So, um, so anyways, I, I do feel like uh, Fancy bring all these differing opinions, right? That oftentimes we sort of try and hang with just like the similar crowd, right? That sometimes bumping into somebody who's a little bit different, right? is so exciting. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Exciting. And I agree about the DPGs. And I think that's a really wonderful example of how to not get lost in the sea of, you know, 10,000 plus uh, dietitians and food professionals, food and nutrition professionals. It can feel overwhelming. And that was the first tip that I had my first year was to look into nutrition entrepreneur. I'm also a part of dietitians in business communication. I went to their events and was able to, to have smaller networks of people. So I think that's a really helpful tip 
for those of you who want some direction. I feel like a lot of the tips I hear about Fancy, I'm not a huge fan of. Tips like bring a big bag so you can take home snacks. <laughs> wear no, flats no. because you're walking all day. And I'm against all of that. I'm like, yes. wait a minute. <laughs> that's, not, that's not the type of show I wanted to have today. Like, let's get into the real, like, being in, intentional. And then I love, again, how Don and I think differently and respect each other. And I, I learn something new from Don every time we talk with your energy. And it's just, I, I really like hearing your perspective, especially um, coming from how you attended first with a group and have learned over the years um, how to, you know, get experiences and opportunities and, and friends, like you said, career aligned friends. I love that. And I think a lot of dietitians are scared of competition with career aligned friends. And I love your perspective of using that as an opportunity to maybe increase their visibility as well as yours too. So there's benefit from that opportunity. Oh, it's so true. I mean, uh, the abundance mindset could be another whole show, but oh, yeah. that's how to not feel competitive against one another is by having an abundance mindset. There is more than enough work for all of us so that if something isn't perfectly aligned with what you love, give it away. Give it to somebody who's going to love it. Like I had this huge deal with Disney, huge. And I'm not a kid person. Like I am not like interested in child, you know, doing like cutting sandwiches like bunnies or whatever. Um, and so I gave that opportunity away to somebody that I know would love it, right? And just thrive in it. And things come back to me tenfold. So like if you really do believe in the mindset of abundance, you know, going to Fancy, meeting more career line friends, all of this stuff, uh, it really just cycles back to you tenfold. It's just, it really is amazing. Um, you know, what's also cool is I've had a lot of opportunities to speak at Fancy, and um, I've done things like media boot camps, like that happened before Fancy. Uh, I've been on panels. I've done like little like sideshows, like all sorts of different um, types of speaking over the years. And uh, I think it is a great opportunity that once you go and sort of see what the speakers are and the formats you like. Uh, could be a great opportunity to try and pitch Fancy because soon after Fancy ends, they start soliciting for speakers for the next year. Um, so you keep tabs on, you know, hey, maybe I met this person, this person, this person. Like last year, um, I heard some great stories about falling down and getting fired and being just like in the dumps and how people rose out of those ashes, right? And I was like, oh my God, you guys, we need to put together a panel and like pitch this for a Fancy. Um, you know, and put the application together, whatever. Fancy bonked us. We did not get in, but it's still, it, it was an opportunity for me with three other dietitians that I respect to goof around and put this application together. And now I'm actually closer to them than ever because we talked about, um, you know, how to put this whole panel together. So even if they bonk you, there's still something beautiful that comes out of it as to, you know, more deep um, career friendships. I love that perspective. You took the opportunity and you, you know, didn't get it, but you took something positive out of it. And that's a great example of the abundance mindset is looking at how you took that opportunity and, and learned something and grew close with those who you applied with. That's great. Really, yes. really nice example. I love that. Well, and you know what they say, like however many times you hear no's, like you just got to keep on going or whatever. I mean, there's some more beautiful saying than that, but it is so true. It's like, um, you know, and that's that. I mean, who doesn't want that talk at Fancy? Is like how to get yourself. I forget what we even titled it, but it was basically people who've gotten fired and like their whole lives crumbled in front of them, yep. <laughs> and how they got out of it. Like, I want to know about that. Anyway, I feel like we'll do some zhuzhing and pitch it again. That's great. 
Yeah, I would love to hear that. I think that that's a great topic. And I also remember that it, it reminds me a little bit about your talk that I attended last year when you talked about your experience and how you grew your brand um, by pitching and hearing a lot of no's until oh. you heard yes. And I loved yes. your story and your dialogue about that because that, it does really fall with the abundance mindset and that fact that hearing no is a part of the journey towards hearing yes and just reminding yourself that is part of the process. Yeah. And you know, one of the things I want to talk about too, like when we're thinking about, uh, you know, like closing up our frenzy talk is you are so good at investing in your business. Right. And when I think about too, um, times that have been very good for me, I have invested in my business. So fancy really is an opportunity to invest in your business, right? It's because uh, people are like, you know, is it really worth it because it's like an entrance fee and then like I have to pay the day fee or whatever. I have to do, get a plane and a hotel. And well, you know what? It's like, first of all, like get roommates, right? Get your airplane tickets early so you get a deal, whatever. Um, like you and I both, oftentimes after you go to Fancy a couple of times or even on your first time, there are ways to get paid to go, right? So it's like brands can pay you to work in their booth at the expo. You got paid to do um, something through a magazine to like uh, actually person their booth, you know, or whatever you were talking about. Like there are ways that you can get in. And so even though you may have to work there a little bit, I mean, you can still, everybody knows, you can still multitask when you're working. And I actually love working in the booths because then I get to see everybody coming yeah. by. So anyway, yeah. uh, you know, also don't forget that this is an investment um, in your business and that there's oftentimes, I think, uh, great ways to sort of finagle this so that you could get a little, actually make it a money-making thing. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, that's helpful and a uh, really important perspective. Yeah. And then how do you go about when it comes to fancy um, pitching opportunities or did you already mention that as far as how you're able to look at people or products or services ahead of time and study them so that you can, they can anticipate that you're going to visit them. Is that part of how you pitch when it comes to fancy? Yeah. So I, I'm trying to think of, okay, so as much as I, you know, like I do, like I said, in full disclosure, transparency, it's not like I am prepping like a champion. Okay. Like I'm doing a little prep in terms of going a deep dive in my heart and thinking like, Oh my gosh, is there any of these brands that I'm like totally obsessed with? So it's like, you know, oh, I'm totally obsessed with daily harvest on Instagram. Like I gotta know them. Who are they? Their package is so cute. Okay. So that's my prep, right? So this isn't like, it's kind of like, you know, where is my energy feeling most alive? Right. And so then I might set something up with them. Right. Well, I did, I did a couple of things like that last year. However, my, I got a huge opportunity that was, again, why I say you must uh, detach from outcome and just allow more magical things to happen. I'm working a booth. I have you know, my little preparation. And uh, a woman comes over. I was working at the Eglin's Best booth because I love Eglin's Best Eggs. Um, anyway, this is not a picture of them, but I was just working there. That's a fact. Uh, and some lady came over and kept grabbing a couple of eggs. I was like, they're so good, right? You know, these are great eggs. And she's like, oh my God, I eat them all the time. And so we just started talking. And then I looked at her badge, right? Because that's the key thing, right? Look at everybody's badge. Mm -hmm. And so I looked at her badge and I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, you're from Lily's Chocolate. I was like, my mom literally is so obsessed with your brand and she pushed it on me. And I was like, mom already. And now I'm obsessed because I can't believe it's Stevia sweet and chocolate. This is amazing. This is what we're buying now all the time. I'm nutty for your stuff like crazy. 
Um, and so she's like, oh, let me send your mom a package or whatever. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. She's going to just think I'm the best daughter ever. <laughs> Literally just friend making. And then, you know, and that was one actually important friend I felt like I made at Fancy. So uh, afterwards, right? So it doesn't end at Fancy, right? Hello. is like afterwards I thought, geez, man, like I really enjoyed meeting this woman and I really enjoy um, the brand. Like I love that it's part of our family story yeah. even. Yeah. Um, so I reached out. I said, you know what? It's just a, a blast meeting you. Thank you so much in advance for the package you're sending my mom. Um, I would love to work with your brand. I would love to help spread the message about it. And here are some ideas I have of like what we could do together. And so I pitched afterwards, right? I wasn't like just hustling her at the event. I actually connected with her truly authentically. Afterwards, I got super excited and that email was driven by the passion that I had and excitement that I had, not because like, oh my God, no, I have to follow up after Fancy. Oh my God, like the stack of, of business cards. Like I didn't do it like nasty, right? I, like I did it with joy, 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 joy. And sure enough, I got a huge deal with them to do a 21-day uh, no sugar challenge, which is something that I absolutely always want to do, put together resources about like how to help people uh, decrease sugar in their diet. I got to put together these resources for Lilies, get paid, doing something I love. Like what? That was fancy. That was fancy for me. That's incredible. What right? an incredible story. And I love how it's tied to like, like you said, important to your family and you got to connect your mom with it, something you can share. What a cool way for you. And I love that this brings in your word joy, right? Your with joy is your compass, which we talked all about in our last episode and how, how Dawn is driven by doing things that feel purposeful. Uh, so I think that's a great story. Yeah, you know what it is, and I actually sort of, uh, I mean, I didn't forget it, but like thinking about talking today, I didn't really remember, right, that like that would be the perfect example of how you get prepared, you detach from outcomes, you yeah. follow your joy, and you follow up with that enthusiasm that is authentic and in you and makes you feel alive, and really, look what could happen. It's absolutely crazy. I mean, so anyway, yeah. I think that is a good example, and I was like the favorite kid for a short period of time because they did send her chocolates and you know I'm always vying to be like the favorite kid you know it's my brother is always a favorite so I was like I am the favorite for this week or whatever you so know funny. so anyway isn't that the, I mean like, this could be a whole psychology session so I'm gonna detour from the whole favorite kid I need my mother's approval and love blah 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 <laughs> <laughs> I love this story. I love this story. And I think it's so sweet. And, um, and I think that's a really good example of how to develop relationships and do so in a way that feels good. And I love that that's not from just you following up with a stack of business cards that you feel you have to do. That's kind of like one of those tasks that you do at the end of the week, two weeks later, because you didn't feel like doing it. I'm speaking from personal experience, right? So clearly this was something you did because you were drawn to it, not because you had to, or you felt like forced, which never yeah, feels you, good. Yeah, it doesn't feel good. So maybe that's, you know, like if you think about like the template, like I'm a huge, I love, love creating templates of things, right? So it's like, um, you know, what is the template here of Fancy, right? You know what I mean? It's like, first of all, I think it's setting the right intention, right? That I'm yep. going, um, what am I going to do? Like, what is my intention, right? So whether that is more like businessy like you or whether it means like just making career aligned friends, you know, or yep. whatever, having that intention. 
Step two is uh, preparation with, you know, heart and enthusiasm, authenticity, right? Like doing some a preparation. And I think it's in two camps. I think that's in the conference part of speakers that are talking about what you want. Yeah. And then it's also in the expo part, right? Um, and then it's that DPG angle. Find your, find your community or your tribe to hang out with a little bit um, so that you don't feel lost, right? So we have that. And then we have the afterwards you know, um, when you're thinking about it's over, don't let it be over, right? Like look, think about, take a beat, uh, think about who was really connecting with you. What, you know, so whether that was like you, Libby, I knew I had to, that's, you are after fancy, right? I knew yeah. I had to do something with you. I had to know you more, um, just out of a joy perspective also, or the, uh, Lily's thing, you know, right? So the idea of afterwards, really take a beat, see what moves you the most, and do those things first. So if you still want to, you know, go through other business cards later, go ahead. But sure. like really let that joy and enthusiasm ride what you do after Fency. Um, and even if it's a small little email and you're just like, hey, I just really wanted to say that I enjoyed meeting you. I don't even know what this is. You know, I'm, I knew I wanted to pitch them and do things. But even if you didn't know, just like following up, uh, I think is a great idea. I love it. I Actually, love you know what I else I did? Day. I did three things after Fancy. So I did you, I did Lily's, and then I put together that panel uh, that got bonked by Fancy. And all three of those things, again, you know, like you said, and you called out, and I appreciate, they're very joy focused. So you know, consider that my words of wisdom, W O W, my wow for Fancy. Words of wisdom, <laughs> I, baby. I love it. I can't wait to put this in a caption and give you credit and talk about how inspiring this episode is. I'll make sure it's aired before timely, before fancy, so everybody can prepare. My last question, um, this has been super valuable and helpful, and I love your insights, which are not, I think, what people would expect to hear about fancy. Again, we have not discussed bringing an oversized bag. That is not <laughs> a conversation topic that we're having here. This is you know, deep into aligning how you feel and what you want out of, as Dawn says, the universe, and as I say, out of business, right? <laughs> thinking those two concepts and aligning them because they can live together. Uh, my other like final topic or question about Fency is how do you, if at all, incorporate using social media? Maybe it's, I know we are both fans of Instagram um, with the event. Is that something that you leverage, something that's important to you, intentional or unintentional? Well, actually, note to self, as we started this talk today and you were saying already about you leveraging Instagram, I was like, girl, I, I got to think about that. Because, um, you know, I do a little Instagramming like on behalf of brands when I'm there. It's like yeah. part of contracts, right? Yep. So I have done that. Um, and then when I think about like, uh, you know, how else I've used it, it's like more like to meet up with people. <laughs> like, you know, I might like, oh, actually, okay. Do you know the at uh, Happiest Nutritionist? Um, I, is she in Chicago? She is not. Um, I don't know her, but I... Uh, slid into her DMs or whatever you say. Is that sexual? Uh -huh. I don't know. Yeah. Um, anyway, I DM'd her and I was like, girl, are you going to fancy? I want to be your best friend. Literally said that. And um, she's like, no, I'm not going. I was like, bummer, man. And then she has DM'd me recently said, you know what? I am actually going to start thinking about going, you know, like, I don't know what days, whatever. So I am forging a girl crush relationship right now as we speak. So I have used Instagram to forage a girl crush that is you know, hashtag girl crush, but also slash 
career aligned friendship that I think we could be great with each other. Um, yeah. So I, so I've used it like that and I've used it for brands, but I, you know what? I will w- listen to your podcast episode when you talk about leveraging uh, Instagram for Fancy. I want to learn about that. What? Yeah. Okay, great. Well then I will make, then I got some work to do. I just made a note, <laughs> note to self podcast episode on leveraging Instagram. Yeah. Love I will. Um, well, I will say when you, when I first connected with you at Fancy, I did follow you immediately on Instagram and I believe you had used stories and whatnot to talk about some of your other, cause you spoke quite a bit at Fancy. And so you streamed a talk that you did. I can't remember what they're called. Oh like, yeah. So, so yeah, that helped me get more connected with you because I, after I heard you speak and I was, you know, enamored with what you were doing and your presence and I followed you on Instagram, I saw your stories and then I think it, there was a live from Facebook to show your, yeah. So I went and looked. And so that was a great way that I was more connected with you. So those, for those of you listening, if you're looking to, you know, extend the reach because there's only so many people you can see at one time during Fancy, you want to continue that conversation on social media Dawn did do that, you know, when we connected, because I saw her talks that I wasn't able to go to or didn't even know were happening um, thereafter, right? Because it was streamed on Facebook and and then she um, shared that from Instagram, right? Because it was like a replay, but it wasn't live. So it was like from a day or two. I think I had missed it from a day or two before. There you go. I'm leveraging Instagram, girl. Yes, <laughs> you definitely are. And um, I will make sure to make a note about, I'll put together a, a how about this, an Instagram uh, leverage fancy template the way that you did. <laughs> so I love you. I'll put some, oh, well, so I love you back for sure. So I'll, I'll have to, I'm inspired now to put something like that together to complement your amazing tips on uh, really a lot of great perspectives about career alignment, brand opportunities, connections, and everything that you've discussed today. So this has been incredibly helpful. I can't wait for those of you listening to connect with Dawn uh, and give us a shout out. Let us know what is your favorite tip that you got from today's episode. Is there anything that you want to leave us with today, Dawn? Oh, I mean, it has to be Libby, right? It's like, Go to Fancy and lead with joy, but don't forget to bring your hustle. I love that, right? Like, yeah. definitely go with joy in your heart and bring a little hustle. Boom. That's always going to be my ending. That's always going to be my ending. Love it. I love that you use your, your one true word and you, you bring it in and you bring it on all the time. So it's very, you know, great branding. It's here. <laughs> love you. you. I yeah, love everywhere you. it's clear. All right, Don. thank you again for your time. This has been an absolute pleasure as always. If you identify as a female dietitian or student, apply to my coaching program. I'm accepting applications now. My clients go from zero to exceeding their sales goals. I save you time, energy, and I show you how to confidently become a dietitian boss. Thousands of your colleagues from around the world are doing it, and so can you. Apply on my website at libbyrothschild.com and check the show notes if you want that link right away.